Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Michaels, and thank you so much for being here with me again today. A uh, quick reminder just to go over and um, if you have iTunes, submit a review. You do that by scrolling down past the top few episodes that are in your iTunes library, and there should be a set of stars there. And you can choose how many stars you like, and then it says write a review below that, so you can go ahead and type a review in if you like. Otherwise, you can just leave a star review. If you accidentally hit less than five stars, um, you can change it right away, and I think it fixes it because I accidentally gave myself a two-star review one day, um, and I don't think it registered because I like hit the five-star um, button like 30 times after that, so... <laughs> Not like I'm a perfectionist or anything like that, but you leave me whatever you want. And um, if you don't have iTunes, one thing you could do that I like didn't even realize was possible, you can head on over to Facebook, head on over to my Facebook page, which is Caitlin Michaels dash Mind Body Mastery Podcast. And you can leave a review there, a recommendation there. Um, and you can feel free to talk about the show. You could talk about our work together if we've worked together. And um, that would be another way that you can help. So thank you so much for all of your love and support. I had a bunch of really wonderful um, testimonials that showed up in my Facebook group this week. And so for all of you who gave me words of love, I really, really appreciate it. It warms my heart and it reaffirms why I'm doing this. So thank you. So today I want to talk about something that is universal and that is this wound of unworthiness. Tara Brock said that our most fundamental sense of well-being is derived from the conscious experience of belonging. And what she means by that is that our whole life, every single aspect of our life is a series of relationships. Right now, I have a relationship with the microphone and my recorder. Um, I also have a relationship with my dog who's sitting right next to me. But we have a relationship to self. We have a relationship to the earth. We have a relationship to our fellow humans, whether we're in contact with them physically or not. We have connection to our fellow animals, whether we're in contact with them physically or not. And we have a relationship to our own spirit, to the spiritual realm, to the cosmos, the universe, and our bodies, our thoughts, our pleasure, our pain. We are all this important part of this beautiful, intricate, interwoven web of life. And when we forget this higher perspective, we succumb to this illusion of separation. We succumb to the feeling that we are alone in the universe. And we can even feel alone if we're surrounded by family or loved ones. It's because when we feel disconnected from ourselves, when we feel disconnected from our highest expression of who we are, this this part of us who is just pure consciousness, pure energy. We forget how powerful we truly are. But most of all, 
there's this thread that is almost universal throughout all of human life. And it's a result of feeling separate from one another, feeling separate from our inner truth, separate from God, separate from joy, separate from feeling good. And that's this core wound of unworthiness. I am willing to bet lots of money, whatever I have, that every single person listening to this podcast today feels unworthy in some way or another. Some of us feel unworthy of love. Some of us feel unworthy of success or abundance. Some of us feel unworthy of relaxing or just not doing anything. Some of us feel unworthy of acceptance unworthy of feeling good in our bodies. Some of us feel unworthy of feeling pleasure. And some of us even feel unworthy to be here. In my work with hundreds of patients over the years, I have seen this unworthiness thread spread throughout the whole. I don't know anyone who has been untouched by this feeling in some way. And isn't it nice to know that we're all in such good company? So because it's universal, that means that you too are likely playing this out in your life in some way, shape, or form right now, whether conscious or unconscious. And if you're listening to this today, you have this unique opportunity to begin to heal this core wound. Not only for yourself, but for generations that will come after you or generations of, of other souls that connect with you for the rest of your lifetime here, whether you have kids or not, it doesn't matter. Healing unworthiness is a soul level healing and it's okay that you need it. Awareness of this is the first step. So unworthiness is this global issue. It's not just an individual issue. It's not just some of you listening. It's not just a handful. I'm, I'm telling you, it's everybody. And it's a generational program that has been passed down generation after generation after generation. And it's really pronounced right now in our modern culture because we are so individualized. We are, we are, um, encouraged to be individuals, self-sufficient, strong. The tribes and communities that were once a necessary part of human survival are no longer with us. We have this, this kind of feeling that we're connected through social media, but I think that leaves us more empty than fulfilled more often than not. But bigger than that, we are also mostly separated from the earth itself, forgetting that our actions are every single purchase that we make has an effect on this planet. And when we live and kind of direct the show of our life from the mind and the mind alone, we separate ourselves from our bodies and our hearts. So when pain or dis-ease shows up in our lives, we take it personally. 
we immediately perceive that we are the cause of it all and that we are deficient, we're vulnerable, we're weak and unworthy. We feel wrong just by existing. We feel like we need fixing. We are addicted to self-help and we feel like we somehow deserve what we've gotten in life, either because we misbehaved long ago or we're paying for the sins of our past or even sins of our karmic past lives or something like that. And, you know, we all grew up in this civilized society, which means that we were socialized, which means that no matter who you are or what family or group or community that you grew up in, you learned very early on that you needed to behave a certain way in order to be worthy of love and acceptance You were taught unconsciously by equally wounded caretakers that in order to survive in the world with support, that you had to stifle certain aspects of your wild, untamed nature in order to be an accepted member of the tribe. So naturally, when you act in a way that's not appropriate for this society, you feel unworthy Every single time you stray outside of the lines that have been drawn around you since the day you were born. So feeling unworthy can sneak underneath every single decision we make in our lives. We fear failure and rejection. So then we try to overperform and overdo and overserve. We become workaholics, adopting this endless push to accomplish more and more and more. We might overconsume as a way to numb the persistent nagging of fear that's within us at all times. And we have this sense that failure could just be one breath away, so we become hypervigilant and we forget entirely how to relax, how to just be. We fear that we'll be exposed for being damaged or broken, either to ourselves or to others. We carry this sense that if anyone saw us, if anyone knew, that we'd be found out and that no one would ever love us again. Maybe we were told straight up when we were little that we were unworthy. Maybe we were told that we'd never succeed or that we would never excel or that if we had something bad happen to us, that it was our fault. So there's this shame around misfortune. There's this shame around pain. There's this shame around disease and a shame around mental illness that makes us feel like we are failing at life. That makes us feel like we are unworthy of good things because we are suffering right now. And this is a trance the trance of unworthiness, and it's a global trance built on a foundation of lies. And it's been in play for millennia. And we are coming to a time in consciousness when we are finally becoming able to see it more clearly for what it is, an illusion. People are waking up and we are seeing that the way that we were all brought up 
set us up for a future of never feeling like we belonged, of never feeling quite normal, never feeling adequate enough to have this perfect life that it seems so many people were blessed with. Maybe you've been working on yourself for decades. Perhaps you even thought that meditation and and discipline in your spiritual practice would fix this underlying sense of never being enough. Maybe you thought yoga would do it. Maybe, Maybe if you're anything like me, you realize that no matter how much work we do on ourselves, we feel like our our arrival is always one step away. When we are constantly trying to improve, to fix ourselves and better ourselves, there's this sense of unworthiness underneath it all. Maybe we would think that if I just journal it all out of me, my anxiousness and my worry and my fear and my self-hatred will suddenly just disappear forever. If I just heal myself hard enough, if I just look a little harder into mindfulness, maybe, just maybe, I'll be worthy enough to live in a body that I want to live in. What if we began to trust that in all of our chaos, in all of our messiness, all of our fragility, our pain, and our vulnerability, What if we began to trust that we are perfect and exactly who and how we need to be right now in this moment? What if we praised ourselves for having a super depressing day? What if we gave ourselves some love for feeling really anxious right now? What if we decided to stop seeing ourselves as less than or unworthy if we're feeling chaotic? How would this feel to you? Sometimes when we're stuck in mind-body work, and we've been doing it for a long time, we're trying to process out this, this under-basement of our lives and even in that work, in the work of cleaning out our, our garbage, we still have this deep program that is very resistant to the pain itself. And I'm guessing that for a lot of you, you still might secretly self-judge yourself if your personal path is not as smooth as others seem to have. A lot of you, I think, feel ashamed in your own unique process. And rather than resting in the feeling of shame, welcoming it into your experience with open awareness, you or we often develop these bypass strategies to cover it all up. We stay mentally busy. We stay absorbed in endless self-improvement. We numb ourselves with devices and vices and food. And we might even try to change ourselves with this inner dialogue of self-blame. Or we attempt to vent our insecurity by pointing the finger of blame outward at others. 
Unworthiness is a prison that prevents us from belonging to the world at large. And freedom from this prison becomes possible as we include all of us into our own world, our own experience, our own universe. Including the unwanted, the unseen, the disowned parts of our being in a state of complete awareness and acceptance. In order for a kid to feel like they belong to the world at large, their family, their friends, that child needs to feel loved and understood. We naturally feel connected when we are seen and heard and held in love. And when we had experiences really early on where caretakers in our lives were too preoccupied with their own pain to respond to ours, we naturally feel later on in life, throughout our whole life, that we are unworthy of that attention and understanding. And so we naturally relate to ourselves in the same way that we were related to. We disconnect within our own selves and we disown so many parts of us, our humanness, our messiness, our natural way of expressing and being in the world. We face our shadow, our, our unwanted parts by pausing and attending to whatever presents itself, whether it's judgment or depression or anxiety or obsessive thoughts or compulsive behavior or tense muscles, just making a habit of noticing all of it. And when you're stuck in those feelings of unworthiness, noticing that too, noticing anxiety or depression and asking your heart the question, what am I thinking and believing right now? When I feel like crap and I ask myself, what am I thinking and believing right now? I usually find that there's this inner feeling of self-doubt or this sense that I might just screw my whole life up with whatever is next on my to-do list. The next thing that I do to put myself out there might be the thing that makes the whole world hate me. And we can get underneath the emotions of these ridiculous beliefs by asking, who or what is it within me that wants attention or acceptance or love right now? And just sitting with that question, who or what is it within me that wants love, that wants attention, that wants care right now? And the only way that we keep our unworthiness alive and thriving is by rejecting it, by pushing it down, by ignoring the shame that we feel around this unworthiness and pretending that we don't feel inadequate. But when we can simply notice and recognize the mental story around this seeming inadequacy, and we can open our hearts to the actual physical sensations of fear or worry or anxiety, then the trance of unworthiness begins to dissolve little by little.
someone in my group last week posted this meme that was supposed to be funny, but it made 100% sense to me. And it said, maybe if I fall in love with anxiety, that it will leave me too. (laughs) And there's some major truth in that. And you can substitute anxiety with unworthiness, with judgment, with imperfection or passive aggressiveness or guilt or shame or pain or untamed thoughts. When we feel pain, we assume that we are failing somehow, that we are doing the TMS work wrong, that we are out of shape and that we just need to work a little harder on our musculature. We might even meditate and have thoughts coming in one by one, and we feel like we're failing at meditating because we have our monkey mind that we'll never reach a state of peace because I can't shut my brain off. I'm unworthy of feeling peace because I have a brain that's somehow different. But I think if you talk to anyone who's been meditating for a long time, thoughts are a part of it. It's not about thinking about nothing. It's about watching, observing, and welcoming. So let me ask you a few questions. When you reach out to ask for help from someone, do you automatically assume that you will be wasting their time? Do you feel like when you call upon helpers in your life that That means that you're not only a failure, but you're a burden. How long have you been relentlessly barraging yourself for not upholding this ideal of perfection that you seem to see in everyone else but you? And how long are you going to allow it to go on within you? How do you think it might feel to know that you, every single one of you, without exception, were born perfect, worthy, utterly unique, and divine? And if you're shaking your head at that statement, you've got some work to do. And that work begins by simply noticing and questioning that voice inside your head. Whose voice is it? Is it your mother's, your father's, your aunt's, your uncle's, a teacher, a classmate, a grandparent, a magazine, a television program? Or is it simply the universal, global, generational wounding that we are all a part of? And where in your body do you feel this emptiness, this hollow unworthiness, this vulnerability? Take a moment to tune into your body right now and point to that spot on your body. And as you sit with that unworthiness, that seemingly unlovable part of you, how does it feel when you notice yourself putting all of this self-hatred onto this area? 
Whether your hand is on your heart, on your abdomen, on your womb, or on your throat, I want you to just take a moment to sit with your hand there for a moment and say to this part of you, I deeply honor this wounding. I honor this suffering. And I'm here to be with you now and from this point forward. See if you can make a commitment to yourself right this second that you will stop being this affirming voice of unworthiness turned violent and inward. And when we know that this is a universal wounding, we can all be the ones to commit to shifting the consciousness around the trance of unworthiness. And we can be the ones at the forefront of changing this story for generations to come. It's time, it's old, it's tired, it's untrue, and it's time to transcend out of this trance. It's time to transcend the story of not being good enough, of not deserving. And that begins with this total radical acceptance of every single part of you. Because when we hate ourselves, when we buy into the story of unworthiness, we automatically feel disconnected from the whole. We feel isolated in the world because we are disconnected from our own inner innocence, our own inner truth. And when we feel connected to this amazing web of life that's all around us, we feel this cocoon of unworthiness beginning to break open. And for anyone listening who feels like you have no one in your life right now, then this is the time to reconnect with the earth itself, with mother nature, with the cosmos, with your higher self, with your spiritual team, with your deceased loved ones, your ancestors. Everything is energy and energy by the laws of physics cannot be created or destroyed. And all of our thoughts have so much more power than we realize. Every single intention that we create reverberates through the fabric of the cosmos. And when we begin to feel connected to this bigger whole, we feel less willing to harm ourselves. Because when we harm ourselves, the whole world feels it too. You are worthy. You were born worthy and you hold the power to wake up out of this dream. You have so much more power than you've ever realized. And I hope you can feel the truth in these words and let them vibrate through your cells, through your consciousness. Let these words shift you into a place of deep appreciation for all of you. Come back to this episode when you feel entranced by your life's story of deficiency and know that you slipped back into the false illusion. It was always a false illusion. None of us are separate. None of us are disconnected from anything else. You are me and I am you. And with this knowledge, 
we see that we are all so much bigger than even our feelings or our bodies or our life stories. We are a part of all that is. We don't have to work so hard to heal because the bud of healing was within us the moment our leaves fell off. You are worthy of blossoming. You are worthy of all that you felt disconnected from. You are just worthy. And with that, I will leave you for today. Sending you all of my love that you are 100% worthy of. And I'll see you next week.